Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hi, this is Angela Faye from Canada's podcast. Super excited to welcome Morgan Brown from Oakwood Realty from beautiful Vancouver in British Columbia. Morgan, welcome. Thank you so much, Angela, for having me on this amazing podcast, local <laughs> cool podcast. <laughs> Local cool across Canada at the moment. Across Canada, excited podcast. to be featuring amazing opportunities, like entrepreneurs from across the country doing amazing things, making it happen. You and, are doing uh, great things. You are doing great things. Thank you. Well, and speaking of great things, I, it, you know, I, I don't necessarily love to put tags on things, but sometimes external, uh, you know, acknowledgement on success just helps people put in context just the work that's been done for an entrepreneur. And, and um, I'm pleased to reinforce the fact that Morgan um, is on the real estate council at Forbes and uh, most recently got the Globe and Mail, it's got mentioned by the Globe and Mail as uh, one of the top 400 growing companies in Canada. So we are not just talking to anybody, Morgan. It's so great to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, thank you. It's um, it's been a ride. <laughs> it's been a great ride, and I I think you know when you say those two those two points, I have to say that that's really given to us by our incredible people at Oakwin and the really the 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 people that make it run, the staff and all the realtors putting their incredible best efforts out for their clients and serving the Vancouver real estate market. So, uh, bravo to those people that I for all people that have supported that. Um, but yeah, no, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm obviously so excited to, to be on a podcast with this beautiful woman. I get to see you on Zoom. So I, <laughs> so I have to get to do that. And, uh, and I think what's so nice is, is that you guys are supporting entrepreneurs and, and, uh, and I'm, I'm as, as supportive as you guys are with that really supporting people's dreams, which is really key. Um, but yes, I mean, I started, I, I started to be an entrepreneur when I was 21 years old. I think it was always kind of in my mindset, in my backyard, in my back mind. And, um, and I started my real estate journey when I was yeah 21 years old in Vancouver, selling real estate um, and being, being a realtor out on the field in Vancouver, West, East, downtown, North Van, all the kind of local spaces. And then it's now kind of pushed me into, um, me and my two partners opening up Oakland Realty in Greater Vancouver. And now um, I'm the president and one of the co-founders there. So yeah, it's been a good journey. Well, and in, in, in uh, you know, seven years growth, you started with a, a team of 35, even to get to 35, I'm a little bit blown away on, on how, how that happened. But uh, I mean, you're now at 440 plus agents. 440. That's right. 440. That's, that's beyond small business at the moment. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's quite an impact. And Oakland is an independent brand and name, which is very uh, intriguing to me. Tell me a little bit about how that growth has been managed. Yeah, no, it's been such a journey. I think with me and my partners, we, we all came from big brokerages, uh, you know, to name a few Remax, McDonald's, C21. So larger brokerages, and, um, and I think that was the best learning experience for us to know that there was, there was definitely need of change in our industry, um, not just in the service level, but really to, you know, keep on breaking the boundary and building incredible ceilings of, um, what 
agents should be doing for their clients and how they should be serving them. So we started the journey. Um, and it's very funny because one of my partners, she has a son and he's seven years old. And I just like, look at him. And that's actually right when we started it. So there's your timestamp. He's my timestamp. He's my time. And I saw him at a wedding this weekend. I was like, this kid's going to be a teenager before I know it. But yeah, no, it's been, it's been a journey with, with us starting at 35 agents. And we were really, um, a small, small brokerage. And I think our biggest goal was to really build a kind of a bottom-up structure. And what I mean by that is something that is going to serve, educate, and give back to our community in a really high level, um, but also work with incredible collaborative aligned, you know, mindset agents um, so that we could, you know, really make a mark in Vancouver real estate. So it's been excellent. And then of course it escalated offices after office after office. And, um, and what's so nice is when you say 440 agents, I still feel like it's a hundred agents. I still know everyone by name and we are still very uh, close group of, um, close group within our offices, which is great. And you have how many offices? So we have five offices. Okay. And they're all in greater Vancouver, all in greater Vancouver. Yeah. So one in, um, Shaughnessy, which is 16th and Oak. We have one downtown North Vancouver, uh, Coquitlam, which is, you know, Coquitlam right there. And then Olympic village, our Olympic village office. So, and I, just from knowing how the impact that you make in Vancouver and, and the size of your business, but also the intel that you have as far as, you know, the businesses and the, and the residents that are moving and, and circulating within Vancouver, I think is an amazing intelligence. So I, I'm, I'm, Self-professing you as sort of my Vancouver Intel. You know what? I I like that. I like that. I'm gonna to have to use that on some, yeah, I like some like good ideas. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to know anything about Vancouver, talk to Morgan first. <laughs> but yeah, what do you what are what do you see happening in Vancouver? What are some of the uh trends and and you know, Vancouver is such a beautiful place to live. What do, what do you think is happening in Vancouver that's not helping happening anywhere else? Well, Vancouver, I think is, you know, I was mentioning that, you know, one of the big things with Vancouver is that we have, you know, our affordability is talked about all over the world. So, um, and really that comes down to supply and demand. It really comes down to Vancouver still wanting to be one of the most desired places to live. And I think one of the biggest things that we're seeing, and I think we have been seeing for the last five, six years is that we're kind of landlocked, you know, we're really put in with all these, the mountains and the oceans and obviously the States. So we have um, only a certain amount of land that we can really build on. And that's what has caused vertical living, which is, you know, right in our downtown core, all the way through to Olympic village and more and more adding to the East side, but more and more people wanting to kind of migrate into the city. Um, and obviously with COVID, it has changed a lot. Um, we are seeing a lot of people leaving kind of that two bedroom, one bedroom and moving into kind of wanting a more of an outdoor space, whether that's detached. And that's what we're seeing the most right now is our like market rising in detached market and our, our strata or, you know, one bedrooms, two bedrooms in downtown has kind of deflated a little bit. So um, that being said, we have seen in the last three months, especially in the last two months, um, the market has risen and we have, we're optimistic that it will continue to do that, uh, kind of for during, even during COVID, which is incredible, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
we are seeing prices kind of staying stable and nothing kind of dropping down, you know, below that 5% mark, which is great. And in your, we were talking about sort of Vancouver being compared to, you know, the likes of Hong Kong and Sydney, Australia, um, as you know, some of the more expensive cities, but you can't just have that kind of reputation without being one of the most desirable cities to live in the world. So what do you think makes Vancouver stand out? Oh, that's such a, I, I feel like the biggest, the biggest standout is, is obviously our backdrop, right? So obviously our city and where it is, you know, I, I have tons of clients that come in from all over Canada, but also the States. Um, and obviously Asia, um, Iran, a lot of people have moved and migrated this way. And what I'm finding is a lot of people are really wanting to be right in the core, be into a, a space where they can actually go you know, 45 minutes away to go to Bowen Island or Sunshine Coast, and they can go drive up to Whistler within two hours, go to Naramata, go to, you know, Kelowna in five hours. So being able to be, kind of have a lot of different alternatives, different things to go to is going to, is a luxury, I think, for a lot of people and it, it will continue. Right. So, and even the States going down to Seattle in two hours. So there is um, this convenience with it and the luxury of being able to be in different places uh, while you live in, in the central city. That's one. And two, which I've mentioned, um, you're right. You know, I think we, you know, we see that it is expensive to live in, in the city. And, and what I was mentioning to you about Sydney and Hong Kong and the likes of being in that, you know, high price point, um, what I have noticed is that people are coming for specific things like, you know, education is a huge one. We have the best education in our city. Our culinary culture is, is beyond really it's, it's up there with Toronto. Um, and I think I would say it's better. Sorry guys. <laughs> uh, Toronto, but, you know, Toronto, awesome. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing that we have is entrepreneurship, you know, even during a time with uh, COVID, we have seen our government support support the entrepreneurs, the people that want their dreams to be um, to be supported and to be heard. And we're seeing a lot of people being able to create these incredible incredible companies like Smart Suites, you know, Lululemon, you know, all of the Mac, all the places that we that we go to, we're Vancouver based, and it's um, it's nice to see that even Oakland can be close to that with with the entrepreneurship. So it's good. Is there any um, particular sectors of entrepreneurship that you've noticed um, growing? Um, I think the, the the growth is definitely in, well, health is a big one. I think our health and wellness is a huge part. Um, and a, a lot of people are, are going into, uh, you know, having virtual, you know, obviously technology is taking a big, a big drive on that as well. And having e-commerce businesses, that's, we're seeing that a lot. But I think the majority of them are kind of staying around that kind of realm or they're going into resources, natural resources and right. such Vancouver. Well, and let me ask the question, uh, just because I've, I've, you have such an intelligence in Vancouver that I haven't been able to tap into really before is, you know, there, it made headline news as well that Amazon, uh, you know, relocated or set up shop in Vancouver. What, ha what impact have you seen? on the housing or the commercial market there? And do you think it's been a draw for other companies? Yes, I think, well, number one is the, the development. They went right away and, and decided to purchase our, <laughs> purchase our, our one of the main buildings in Vancouver and decided to revamp everything uh, to house that many people for employees. So Amazon, that's number one. They've, they really added to like, that backdrop, that, that whole beautiful part of the, downtown Vancouver on Georgia. 
So that's been a big part of it. But the second is that we are seeing a lot of people migrating. Um, they were trying to get 35,000, 3,500 people just locally in Vancouver to go ahead and to work at the facilities there. And then after that, they're actually, they're speaking to people elsewhere. They're looking at people from San Francisco, a lot of people from um, LA that are going to be moving into Vancouver. So I do think in the next after COVID has settled and hopefully people are comfortable coming in and moving in, I think we're going to see a big, big group of people coming from the States to come live in Vancouver. And um, let's talk a little bit about culture because we talked, we said, you know, that's kind of key, right? But that's one of the things that is distinctively Canadian and Vancouver is distinctively outdoors and very active. It's a very active city. How will our culture ripple effect through people that relocate here or become, um, you know, the, the Canadian culture? Yes, the, the main Canadian culture. Um, I think you're completely right. Number one, it's really hard to get away, especially with Vancouver. You know, I was away in Brew Creek and close to Whistler this weekend, and I just was in complete awe of our, you know, all of the nature that we have here. And I think one thing that, you know, that Naramata or Kelowna or, you know, these places that we're talking about that is that's not even pure to Vancouver, they don't have these incredible mountains and these thick old trees and these beautiful creeks and, you know, it's just, and the nature and obviously the wildlife. So I think people, what we're going to see in a culture side is that even during time of COVID, people were having a real struggle not going out to these, <laughs> to these public parks because it is part of what we do. We do the gross grind. We're up on the mountain. We're dry, doing trails and um, it's encouraged. It's encouraged. And I think our, our kind of mild climate allows for that. We don't have much snow in Vancouver. It's it's maybe more damp and wet, but nothing that a, a great, you know, arteric jacket can, can do. You can always find good clothes. Um, but you get, you there's these beautiful pieces that I think people are really just going to drive to. That's a huge cult part of our culture. It's to not only enjoy the inside, but enjoy the outside and, Absolutely. and to be amongst people that are enjoying it as well and taking in the moments. So I want to go, go back a little bit to your story because um, it's there's so much in your story that I love. Part of what our goal is, is sort of instilling a sense of hope and, uh, you know, a, a sense that there's opportunities and excitement happening in Vancouver, despite COVID and despite a bit of a sort of distribution of, of people moving to more regional communities. What would you love to wave a magic wand and, and tap for the, for the locals in Vancouver as far as the future? It's really just to keep with that optimism that Vancouver market, the market isn't going to crash. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a whole big stigma that the, the market's going to completely, the bubble's going to burst. And, and, um, but what we're seeing, and I think the Intel of Oakland is that we're seeing more end users and we're seeing more people that are coming to, to Vancouver to live. And I, I want everyone to know that this is a place that we're just getting started. There's lots of people that are coming in from, all over the world that wants to be into Vancouver. And what's so nice is our diverse cultures. I think we have an incredible group of, you know, all of our ethnicities in Vancouver that make it so, um, I always laugh because whenever I'm on like a trip away, you always can see <laughs> where Vancouver, the Vancouver demographic is because there's such a mixture. And, and that's what's so beautiful about Vancouver is that 
we allow, you know, we really encourage um, people from all over the world to be in this kind of beautiful Pacific Rim part of, of Canada. And also just, you know, I think it's as our, as our, um, as anything, there's always going to be growing pains. And I think with anything we see, you know, definitely some, the, some faults in the government with, you know, uh, infrastructure and allowing permits and allowing for, for growth in one side for affordability, but they are really pushing forward and, and wanting and encouraging um, more and more density, which is so nice. And I think that's how they're going to solve these affordability problems is by constantly letting developers build and to create new homes and new opportunities for young families and families to, to work live together. So from 440 agents now, which is like a significant impact, you still have growth plans you'd like to expand in Canada to share a little bit about that? Yeah, so I, I think Oakwood is, we're just getting started, as I mentioned, we, um, we really have always plan to uh, grow our company and be able to impact and serve more communities. That's always been our, our game plan. We like to do things right, right away. And so we are not a big, we're not fast growing, fast extent, expansions really quickly. We like to do things smart and with the right people. And uh, we are going to be hopefully growing um, soon, sooner than sooner, but more into the island side to more of the Vancouver or Victoria Island side, then you'll see things obviously in central Vancouver, but our goal will be definitely across Canada. We're just excited. We're, 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 we're raring to go. When you're looking at the growth plan, what are you looking for as you go move into a community? If you want to move smartly and, and understand the culture, I'm assuming as you expand into a, a new geography, what are you looking for? Yeah, one of our main core values is putting people first, and I think that's been always serving to serving us very well. So, what we like to do is number one, connect with the local realtors that actually understand what's happening and has the same kind of intel into their communities. Um, that's one thing is we do we we search for great people. I think that's a big part of it. It's it's the full time agents, um, it's the people that are wanting to give back to their community and are doing excellent. At breaking the boundary, breaking the bar, and making sure that um, they're they're creating something di different. So they're really driving and embracing change in in their local communities. That's number one. Number two, it's it's where we find um, a place where we see that there's an opportunity uh, for lots of growth. That's number to serve as many different families and in a high level, which is very key. And then third is, I think our our major one is building a community. So we build community with our people, but we also try to, you know, really drive and embrace uh, growth with uh, learning for all of the people around them. So I think that's the main kind of three things that we're looking for. Like, can I just expand a little bit on that build community? Because I think, you know, a deep connectedness is something that we're all really looking for. And we realize sometimes when we get off the um, the churn that you know, maybe it's missing a little bit, or it's maybe there's some net works that aren't quite as connected as we thought during this odd pause. But in, in community building, if what does that look like for you? What other pieces would you love to see as you move into a community and know that your part is, you know, helping with real estate sales or connecting the right people in the right communities, what, who else would you love to collaborate and partner with? 
Well, I think number one is local entrepreneurs. You know, I think one of our biggest contributors have always been, you know, really to serve the people around us and, and vice versa. So Oakland has always collaborated with local charities, always uh, collaborated with local uh, businesses, entrepreneurs, and we try to share um, share exposure, really, that's number one with our community. But really, build community is based on a, really a great way of building something new. And that what I mean by that is that it's it has to feel refreshing. It has to feel uh, inspiring. And I think, again, I, I lean back to this, but we, it's all about the people we, we realign ourselves with. So what I mean by that is these agents that we're talking about, they're, they're people that are really caring about their, their community, but they're doing a lot of great work. Um, whether it's in their service to their, their, to their clients or doing, um, a long, a longstanding, uh, growth and trying to help their colleagues. That's a huge part of it. So, we believe at Oakland, it's all about sharing, collaborating, and building. And with those three things, we think that building, that's, I believe that building our community is, that's why it's been so, I guess, successful. It's because of the people. Can you share yet maybe top three communities that are building something new, inspiring, refreshing that you're looking at? I can tell you a couple, but I think really Nanaimo and Nanaimo and um, all up Comox Courtney Valley. That's just, it's really beyond what they're doing there. Um, I, I think that's something what you'll see with Lake Cowichan, even just with what they're doing with the wineries up there. I believe that's a huge, huge area that people are not even tapping into. Second one is again, that same kind of Island life as well, but um, is like half, not half moon bay, but sunshine coast. And, and that side, you know, being so close to Vancouver, Burnaby, which is right into Vancouver as well. Burnaby is going to be one of those, it, obviously with Brentwood, huge development, huge growth, lots of development developers coming into that market, being so close to all the transit that's happening in Vancouver um, and so close to Lougheed and Coquitlam. So we're seeing lots of growth on that side. So that's the secret guys. That's where we're going. I think Yeah, I was going to say, I, I really the, believe that's it. Some great intel there. That's all BC based. Is there any particular community in the Prairie provinces or out, out East that uh, is hitting your radar? Well, I'm one of those, I'm one of those women that don't say anything until it's done. Uh-huh. So that should give you a hint of what is happening on the other side. Right, that's already happening. But, right? <laughs> that's already happening. But I would say, with regards to Toronto, Montreal, um, Quebec, and Ottawa, we have our eyes on uh, lots of different spaces there. Um, but I think as as our market has it has changed, as COVID has proven that people can work from home a little bit more, uh, we're a brokerage that can really withstand that because we're a nice hybrid. So we have lots of technology piece and we have a huge part of our, we still believe in kind of brick and mortar so we're a beautiful mix of those two, as opposed to just one or the other. I can't think of another independent brand um, beyond Oakland where I, I, I mean, I, I just already love the feeling and the essence. You know, you go to your website and you just feel differently on your website. And, you know, and I've, of course, um, stalked a little bit of your brand assets a little bit, which <laughs> is kind of my job is to go, you know, when you have meetings amongst your your crew that say, you know, work hard, stay humble. I mean, it's a pretty amazing independent brand. How do you anticipate keeping that culture alive? 
Well, I'll tell my marketing team that you took that you t- that you took you felt that because that's a huge plus to us because that's that's a big part of it. We're obviously highly we're very really put on social media. We've actually never done print ad at Oakland. That's always been a number one thing. We we know that our demographic and our growth is really based on the online presence. You know, we really try to come up with creative different ideas. I think that's a number the huge part of it. You know, we have lots of different instead of parties and lots of different collaboration pieces. That way we had to do an Oakland games. Like we put on different things that are really bringing our people together. So number one, I would say we innovate. And I think that's a huge part of a community is innovation and being able to think outside the box. The second is to really embrace that change that, that it's going virtual, that we have to bring people together on a virtual level. So how can we help that with perks and different growth strategies for them. And the third is, you know, I would say our education and our, and our um, coaching is beyond at Oakwind. You know, we, we bring on obviously our 85% of our agents are five years plus at our age, at our agency, but that, that still has a nice, beautiful piece for that 15% that's in that one to five years. And we believe that it's not just about learning during your one to five years. It's about constant growth. And um, I think that's a huge part of our our community. I think you people are really seeking to change, seeking to push themselves, seeking to to push their boundaries and setting goals and getting to them with the people that will celebrate their success. Well, and one of the things you you've told me before is uh, uh, in your agency, all or maybe most of them are full-time agents. You know, they, these are not agents that are, they're in the top one or two percentile of, of um, volume. You know, they're not yes. part-time agents. And I'm sure that, is that right? Did I get that right? It's, yeah, exactly. So we have a, a thing in Vancouver and in, I'm sure across Canada where you're, you are standard of top 10%, top 1%. Uh, most of our agents are, are hitting that. And um, in our top 10% last year, um, we were in the top 1%, we were, we were 10% of that. So a huge bark bulk of our agents were in the top 1%. Um, we are not, we're quite humble with, with kind of showing statistics. We're not the agency to say, Hey, we're the best. We, we really believe in that work hard, stay humble mentality. Uh, because if we think that if we consistently raise the bar, you know, if, and we really can take people with us along that way. So sharing intel, sharing people's secrets. That's a huge part of the the great success of all the agents that are at Oakland. Absolutely. Now tell me a little bit about Morgan. How on earth do you keep energized and refreshed and keep your own mindset and, and, uh, you know, with, with innovation, what's happening outside your organization? Yeah, that's a great, thank you for asking me that. (laughs) I have a lot going on. I would say, um, you know, to, I have this energy that I think people are like, how did you get this energy? And I, I, I say, you know, I was just born with this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I do jump out of bed and maybe it's because I love what I do for sure. And, um, yeah, so I think we, I have a team, my own self with my resale team that I've been doing for about 13 years since I started. And we do the top 1% in Vancouver. So that we do service a beautiful group of, uh, professionals in Vancouver, which we're so lucky to have. And then of course I'm writing for Forbes as a, and uh, being able to be a contributor there, which was such an honor for them to ask me to be a part of. Um, and that really is a, my main goal with that is to just 
serve as much as I can and give back to people that are really thinking about getting into entrepreneurship. Um, my last one was all about being a woman leader and, and, and the challenges with that. And I really want to make sure that more working mothers and more women that are wanting to have a family can take that in and say, uh, I can do it too, which that's the goal is you can do your own all. And yeah. And I think other than that, I have a great family and a little toddler. So he's two years old, my redhead. I have a redhead. My, it, <laughs> he's awesome. just so cute. Yeah. So I'm very lucky. And, and of course serving, you know, my main purpose and at Oakland is as being president is to constantly evolve, keeping the visions very strong and uh, making decisions to build the company out as in the best way possible and keeping our, our agents really well served. So lots to lots going on on my side, but I think the biggest secret is work out <laughs> and uh, go, to spa. go to the spa. Right? That's, yeah. uh... I love it. Well, and um, you know, I think uh, one of your um, comments that you've said to me is if you could spread a, spread a message is, you can be whatever you want in, in the time of uncertainty. What do you think are the, is the key recipe for people who are, you know, looking to pursue entrepreneurship? Yeah, it's a great. I, I think our, our main message for entrepreneurs out there is to make a plan. I think that's a huge one. Make a plan. Don't be afraid to put your, all your goals on a page and, and look at them daily. And, uh, and also to to have people that are well trusted around you to discuss those plans with you know I, I think everyone should have a business coach if they can or and if not a mentor a mentor to bounce ideas off as as an entrepreneur. I, I also think take a chance. You know I think right now a big a big part of uh, COVID is and big realization for a lot of people has been if not now when. So this is a time for you to really take take in some of your dreams and some of your thoughts as of entrepreneurship and um, really execute them in a, in a great way. But the biggest thing is, you know, you can be whatever you want to be if you have a very big and a strong strength of certainty. And that's my biggest message to entrepreneurs out there is you have to be certain of what you're doing and uh, never look back. I think that's super key. Absolutely. Morgan, how do we get a hold of you pod, post-podcast? What's the best way to connect? Uh, best way to connect me with me is to on Instagram. I think that's my number one platform, which is great. Or my, uh, which my Instagram handle is Morgan Brown official and my um, website, morganbrown.ca. If you'd like to ask any questions, I'm happy to, to have another Zoom cafe meeting with anybody out there. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And it's been a pleasure. I think you're you're in my hit list. And of course, I confess that I'm in Nanaimo. So I'm sure there's going to be an opportunity for us to have some coffee or a beer on my back deck. I'm pretty sure. I'm meeting with them next week. I got to come see you. I have oh, to come see absolutely. you. Um, but yes, for sure. Thank you for having me, Angela. It's such a pleasure. Take care. Thanks.